Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on? We're doom scrolling, my man. We mentioned this earlier, but John Morant, the NBA player uh, who was in trouble last March, well, just, you know, a couple months ago, for waving a gun on Instagram Live and got an eight-game suspension. He's waved a gun on Instagram Live once again, this time in the passenger seat of a car. I assume it's his buddy's car. And Snowcomb pointed out that it looks like when the friend sees the gun, he tries to kind of hide the camera, but you can see the gun. And now the question is, what will they do to Ja? And Lazo says... Josh should say, you know what, this is racist, this is stupid, the whole it is NBA racist. rules it is of whatever conduct that you guys have, it was dumb the first time, and it's even dumber now, and last time I pretended to apologize, but I'm not going to this time. Memphis Grizzly star John Morant has been suspended for a second time after once again appearing to flash a gun on social media. The video circulated on Saturday night. It shows Morant with what appears to be a handgun while he's riding in a friend's car. Yesterday, the Grizzlies said they were aware of the video and suspended Morant from all team activities pending league review. In March, Morant was suspended for eight games after he was seen holding a gun inside a nightclub on Instagram Live. A representative for Morant did not immediately respond to requests for comment. All right, so what happens now? We don't know yet. We're waiting to see what the team decides to do, what the league decides to do. How much trouble is he in? Will they get rid of him? Broussard, right after you said about this was America? I mean, except for black people. All right. Except for black men. Right. What did he right? Do? We're not allowed to carry guns. We tried looking up the rules, and it's the same thing that we found last time about when they're traveling for team stuff. Uh, you know, if they're on the road because they're playing a, a series on the road or whatever it is, if it's something involving the team, then they have this code of conduct that they're supposed to live up to. And apparently that's what got him in trouble for the gun the first time around. I don't see how this time around could have been anything to do with the team. I mean, it could have been. I don't know what they were doing. No. But I would think that he was just hanging out, that it was free time, and he showed right. this gun. No one has said Where's in any of these articles that the gun is illegal. The no one has said that he broke any laws. Protect ja. well, they're it's not surprising doing it. that they won't. I mean, I know. it's <clears throat> fascinating. I'm, I'm shocked. So we'll see what happens. But Broussard said basically what you said, that, you know, Where was racist. he? What if Josh Allen did it? I don't know where he was. Kentucky? Yeah, that's where he plays. Right. So, I mean, you're telling me those senators from Kentucky and Tennessee aren't defending John? Seems odd. Seems very odd. DeSantis, did he take a shot at Trump? Uh, maybe that's what all the headlines said this morning, is that over the weekend DeSantis in Iowa took a little shot at Trump. Now, he doesn't say Trump's name specifically, 
But most people speculate that that's who he's talking about. We must reject the culture of losing that has infected our party in recent years. The time for excuses is over. We got to demonstrate the courage to lead and the strength to win. Oh, Ooh, the shut culture up. You're of leading. The You're culture boring. of leading. You're boring. We got to get rid oh, of the culture low of losing. energy to Satan. Well, d- does he have a name for DeSantis yet? I remember them asking. DeSanctimonious. Oh, DeSanctimonious. Yeah. That's right. DeSanctimonious. It's uh, not quite the ring to it. It's not mm-hmm. as it's good. Call it the Satan. But yeah, DeSantis would work a little better. Mm-hmm. It's easier to say DeSanctimonious. That's a lot of sense. I don't even really know what. Sanctimonious. Who does? Certainly not people excited about a political campaign. That's not the kind I of thing. I got an idea, but I don't know what, mean, what it means if you put the D in front of it. Yeah, whatever. Like holier than On your high horse. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Too. Now you're desanctimonious. Yeah. You yeah. sanctimonious prick. Right? Yeah. yeah. You might throw that out to somebody who was pretending they're better than me. Yeah. Right. I hope I'm See if it close. Lands. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's not a nickname that you want to just stick with forever. Not to, not when you're the nickname guy. Yeah. No, that the was sanctimonious good, isn't yeah. a good one. He well, I said uh, Trump calls him Meatball Ron. Now, I haven't he heard calls that. Calls him Meatball Ron. I like that. Oh, I, I haven't that. heard that. Now that's good. Yeah. I do like that. Meatball Ron. Yeah. What did he call Chris Christie? Did he have a name for? Didn't he have a name for him too? Uh, I guess he's had names for everybody. We have to go through Wikipedia. (laughs) There is that makes sense. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd like to know all his names. It was Low Energy Jeb. Yeah. Then there's like um, Little Hands. I'm pulling it up right now. Sleepy Joe. List of nicknames used by Donald Trump on Wikipedia. Okay, so looking at what Uh, domestic political figures. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like to hear a lot of them. I mean, Biden's got a lot. Okay. But he's normally well, Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Joe. That's on the stack, Yeah, okay. Right? Bloomberg is Mini Mike Bloomberg. Oh, yeah. Mini Mike. <laughs> Mini Mike, okay. Uh, just see. George P. Bush is my Bush. I guess the guy that like him. Jeb is low energy Jeb. Pete Buttigieg is Boot Edge Edge. Okay. Huh? Liz Cheney is Crazy Liz Cheney. <laughs> Joe Clinton Liz. is Wild Bill. Uh, we know Hillary's. Ted Cruz is Lion Ted. What was Hillary's? Hillary's has Crazy Hillary, Crooked Hillary, and Crooked. Lion Hillary. Crooked Lion. Hillary was the big one. Crooked Hillary is the one that I think Yeah, Lil Marco. Yeah, and then Ron DeSantis has DeSanctimonious and DeSanctus. But, but no Meatball Ron? No Meatball Ron? I don't see it on there. Meatball Damn. Ron's a good one. Yeah. I like that one quite a bit. That's way better than DeSanctimonious. Mitch McConnell's Broken Old Crow. <laughs> I've never well, heard he's right that about one. that. I do like that one, like too. Old crow, broken, yeah, old broken, broken Old, old crow. crow. I've never heard that one. I feel like I would remember. He's probably like 10 years younger than Trump. Doesn't matter. I love yeah. it. AOC is Avita. <laughs> okay, it. he had Pocahontas. I do like that. I Nancy Pelosi is well, Nervous Nancy. That's what I was going to ask next. Nancy Pelosi. Nervous Nancy. Uh, mm. Jackie Rosen is Wacky Jackie. See, that works. Rod Rosenstein is Mr. Peepers. Mr. <laughs> Peepers, okay. Yeah. Mr. Peepers. Not I love bad. it. Will Marco, Crazy Bernie. Mm. He's got Sh- the crazy thing shift. going. Yeah. But uh, what, no, what for Chris Christie? Oh, Chris Christie. Let me find it. You guys go on. I'll come back with it. Okay, me. see if you find him. Uh, you guys remember Bud Light losing some money because of the campaign ad that didn't really go their yeah. way? Uh, what's her name? Dylan Mulvaney. Is that right? Or am I yeah, going so on? Right. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney. She got a can that was uh, made just for her. It was never a can for sale. Bud Light would like Chris to remind you that. does not have a nickname. He does really? not. Okay. And he has pointed out that Trump doesn't give nicknames to people he respects. Christie okay. said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So They didn't always get along, right? I don't know. I don't remember. I well, felt like yeah, he didn't he, get along. They did. And he kissed then I, the ring for sure. He did, he did yeah, yeah, afterwards. And he never really went left, after right? him. And then at the end, Trump didn't give him any of the jobs that he wanted. And then he did. Right. Still kind of, right. He wasn't he didn't get any cabinet spots. Right. And right. he got like an ambassadorship or something. Yeah. But he, he thought he was going to be but like, you know, yeah. Secretary, Secretary of State or something. Yeah. 
putting it in that state's ass, right? Like, but they didn't give it. Blocking man. bridges. Right? Like, knocking down blue states left and right, but they yeah. didn't give it to him. I felt like he did go on TV after that, though, and started bad-mouthing Trump a little bit, but maybe not too much. I don't know. I thought he was off the Trump train after he didn't get those jobs, but maybe not. So Dylan Mulvaney, she got the the commemorative can from Bud Light congratulating her on, I think it said, one year of womanhood. Was that what it said? Some, and some, it was just sent to her, right? Just her. This wasn't like sold I listened, in stores. I listened to that earnings call, the, the shareholders call, what was it, maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, okay. where the CEO is telling everyone, we need to remind everyone, this can was not for sale to the general right. public. You couldn't buy it. It was right. just for her. So, because sales have slipped. And not only did s- sales slip, some of the things I read said that sales were down maybe 20%. And that you could see where the other brands picked up that 20%. So, it's not like beer sales were down. They said Bud Light sales in particular slid this much. And we can see Miller Light and Coors Light grew almost the exact same in the same amount of time, which at this point has been what? We're already seeing these assholes like, you know, we'll do the same thing we did to Bud White. I'm yeah. never shopping at Walmart again. Like, I saw that. Well,. Like, Forget about now they Bud have Light. credence to this. They switched to Bud Light, but now apparently Miller Light's in trouble. What Miller Light for did. an ad that's already a couple of months old, but no one knew anything about. It. I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen it before. But Miller Light apparently put out an ad about women and women brewers, and people online decided, <laughs> you know what, this seems too woke. Yeah, and women? there's no such thing. No such thing as women brewers. It says here, women don't drink beer, and I'm tired okay. of companies pretending like they do. Says Women here, drink Chardonnay. That's what they drink. Miller Lite is now taking heat on social media. Here's a quote. Obviously, drinking Miller beer. isn't... Women drinking beer. Jesus Christ. Obviously, Beer's Miller for isn't men. a woman-owned company. What they do for their staff, I will not comment. But for the hypothetical, non-existent female farmer brewer, this is posturing. Cult politics, boys. Yep. Raise the siege. Uh, yeah, raise the siege. Raise the siege works That's on Miller. We got another brewer ready yep. to collapse, one fan wrote. Yeah, get him. Uh, so anyway, this is the a part of this clip. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's a couple minutes long. But she's talking about the history of beer and that beer was brewed by women in the beginning. Maybe the, even the first people to brew beer would have been women. And then Ooh. beer companies turned their backs on women and started depicting women in bikinis and having fights in the fountain. Remember all those Miller Lite ads? Yeah. And she starts showing all these days. posters of girls in bikinis yeah. sitting Terry on top Bradshaw of a beer can. Yeah. It wasn't um, even that Howie long ago. Howie Long. We had those Miller Lite. Bob Uecker. Girls fighting in the fountain yeah. was within the last 15 yeah. years, right? I mean, certainly the last 20 years, I remember those Miller Lite commercials where the yeah. girls would fight. It was didn't tough guys, guys and hot girls. Didn't the guys just stand around going, nice. Now it's woke wimps and Jesus knows, right? Like, my God. <laughs> well, there. What Miller, happened to a good beer? Miller Lite's trying to a destroy beer. all evidence of these old ads. Yeah. They're, they're are taking they really? the pictures. They're scrubbing they're, it. That's what they said. They're taking them and they are uh, turning them into compost and they're going to take the old bad S and turn it into new good S. Here's a little known fact women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle okay. Ages to colonial sure. America, women sure were the ones were. doing the brewing. Centuries sure later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer they put us in bikinis wow. yeah look at this shit. wild it's time beer made it up to women so today miller light is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. miller light has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers literally good shit. God, we how did you it. ask first we turn the bad shit into compost then we feed compost to worms Pushed out beautiful they were the first brewers in Mesopotamia. That's what you're telling me. The first brewers, period. They were slaves. 
the, the women were the ones doing the brewing. Yeah, because they were forced to. The husbands were out drinking hunting. the beer. Husbands were out hunting, and the women were at home brewing the beer. You know, it's, if you think about it, it's it's a lot like cooking or baking. It's a process, right? They have to go gather the hops and do all that stuff. Yeah. Make sure they know which You're going to make it explode. Right no, no, you're trying. No. You're right. If you're considering I'm a brewer to like, a, like someone who cooks, then yeah. They were in the kitchen making beer. Yeah. It got easier over time because they just were told to go get the beer out of the fridge, which was a big leap forward for women. Oh my yeah. God. What, Snow Cone? Get me a beer. That is a big leap forward. Would you rather have to go get your husband a beer from the fridge or well, go make, make it? One. You're right. Go grow well, hops. In your case, do you want to look? What's easier for you, making your girlfriend something or just going and getting going it? Going to get it. Yeah. Yep. You're yeah. right. So now this is from the Daily Wire. It says a seltzer. Is it easier for you to make a seltzer or go get her one? <laughs> go Which get one? Get her one. Yep. There you go. You're right. Hundred percent. The Daily Wire tweeted: Looks like Miller Lite <laughs> has jumped into the woke beer game, and then you've got all these people who are saying it's time to boycott. I love, by the way, woke that because men, women. Because women, you know, there's no such thing as female brewers. They said. Well, before you, at least it was like I don't want to say at least, but like there was the trans thing. Like that was more divisive. This is just right. women, right? Yeah, just women. They're woke, Snow Cone. They're woke. God. Well, it's not just women. They're turning their backs on bikini ads, which I do yeah. have a problem with that. Me too. I mean, that's one form of. Okay, I, I don't want to get in trouble here, but we can at least agree that when it comes to feminism, there was first wave, second wave. I don't know what the different Let's waves all agree are, to but this. there it are be some. Easy. Let's but there sign, are some sign women, my name to that. Some women who you know, like the bikini ads. The seventh wave of feminism. I'm I don't know, I don't what, know they what they are. are. I don't know what they are either. But I know that they were different. I know they don't agree. But you're speaking for all women here and saying that bikini ads are a bad thing and that they're anti-woman. I don't think bikini ads are necessarily a bad thing or anti-woman. Of course not. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with two women fighting in a in a fountain? It was funny. It was supposed to be funny. Right? And the guys are sitting around. They're getting a kick out of watching the girls fight. And now I think the irony here that Miller Lite was like, we're gonna we're embarrassed about our history of advertising with women, so we're going to try and get rid of all that stuff. And now the only thing they're probably trying to get rid of is this commercial, which is two months old. And I don't know that they're actually trying to get rid of this. But the idea that the Daily Wire and other conservatives are tweeting about this, and they're like, we avoided this whole thing. We're, we're making some extra money right now because Bud Light sales took a little dive they're there. They're always so dumb, though. Companies are always so dumb. Yes, they... They take the hit. You'd have to. They have no idea what their sales are at this point. Who? The, Bud Light. Like, there's. I mean, I know they have like a daily, but they have no idea. Like, it takes so long. You know how many Bud Lights are sold daily out of uh, uh, kegs in bars that they don't even know exist. Like those numbers are massive, and for them to go through them and then compare them over the last to make any real point, the last ten years. Of what's up and down and what's up and down. What they're talking about is stock price. Those things always take a hit. Nike took a hit. Well, they're not they, looking at stock price. They, they are talking about anything. sales. I they, know, but how do they to compare those sales to to last year's sales, sales is what right. they do. So but they say this time last year, this time last year, so sales are down twenty three and a quarter percent. Which you could say, well, then maybe beer sales are down. But then when they see that the other brands are up almost right. that same amount, then they but go, how ours are down, they down, and are then up. you'd have to do some sort of correlation causation. Is it because of this, or is it because they sold more beer during COVID? Or did they sell less beer during COVID? I like think that's why they look at the other brands. And le- ways of what they're up and down, and then it ta- it's easy to get people to stop. So if you piss a group of people off, it is much easier for them to stop buying something than it is to turn people on to buying something new, right? So stick with it. Look at Nike. They said, everybody, your sales are down. Uh, 
Your stock prices are plummeting. You know, these people threw their old Nikes out. They didn't do anything, and now they're seeing the highest sales ever. It takes time for people to, if you were a craft beer drinker, it takes time for people to say, all right, you know what, I'll start drinking Bud Light. I'll support this company. The numbers that quit a product because they're mad are always the first ones to come in. Always the first ones to come in. And I feel like it's usually temporary. I mean, this well, of course sort of it is. And so you have forgotten. to gain new people. So they said, and this is from, no, this is from four minutes ago. So now they're saying it's affecting all of Anheuser-Busch. At first it was Bud Light that they were worried about the most, and Bud Light's taking the biggest hit, 23.4%. They're down 23.4% versus a year ago for the same week. Worse than the 21.4% decline suffered a week earlier, Bud Light is far and away the U.S. leading beer brand, observed uh, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, citing Bump Williams' uh, data. Meanwhile, as beer drinkers recognize how many other beer brands fall under the Anheuser-Busch Umbrella, the backlash is widening, according to new data. The company's flagship Budweiser brand took an 11.4% sales hit for the week ending in April 29th. Sales of Anheuser-Busch's Michelob Ultra brand, the third biggest selling in the U.S., behind number one Bud Light and number two. Oh, Modelo is, is yeah. number two? Wow. I would have never guessed that. What? I had no idea. We're down 4.4%, according to the same data. It's not just a Bud Light issue. It's an Anheuser-Busch portfolio problem right now. Anheuser-Busch's other U.S. brands also got dinged with Natural Light down 5.2% and Bush Light seeing an almost 2% drop. Is it an drop. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's that's uh, European, isn't it? Yeah, I don't remember which country. They've said, right? It's More like Holland or something. That sounds right. Somewhere over there. Norway. So it's, but yes, it's Belgium. not American. Belgium sounds like Belgium, it could be right. Could be Belgium. Belgium sounds good. I mean, Belgium, they get a lot of Belgian beer, beer right? They're kind right. of a beer country. Right. So waffles and beer, that Chocolate. sounds right. I feel like InBev Chocolate. is maybe Belgian. But, yeah, specifically, of course, they're targeting the things that are underneath the Anheuser-Busch umbrella that Americans might recognize as being under the Anheuser-Busch sure. umbrella, so like stupid. Budweiser and Michelob Ultra and all that. So and I listened to that CEO's sales call, man. It was I just I couldn't help but think, look, this is not my money. I I don't have any money, and you guys obviously have lots of money tied up in this. But he sounded panicked on this phone call. Like you have to remind people that these cans were not for sale. I mean, that's we a good point to... because when we talked about it, I think a I lot of people thought me and Slim thought like, oh, these are going to be for sale in stores. Like he's got yeah. a point. Yeah, yeah a lot but of people didn't. Rea- I mean, it's a knee-jerk reaction. So your sales are down. You don't really know, right? You have to figure it out. Let the Go through the storm and see where you are now, but you make this statement, you piss off a group of people, then you rescind it, say we're sorry for making that statement, and now you've pissed off a bunch of other group of people. You don't know where that 27% declined from. Yeah, they're from. not coming back. It, right, is it 13% of the people who quit it because of the cans? And then is it another 14% who quit it because you apologized for the cans? You don't have that data yet. Just make your decision, make the cans, and carry it out and see where it goes. But now you have had the potential to piss off both sides, Well, they which said, is ridiculous. The, now you pissed off both sides. Mm-hmm. The big thing There's just was, a report that was... Uh, you should have doubled down. Right, of course. You double double down. down and then try to get new people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just, I saw the other day, it was a release from Hamburger Mary's and yeah. a couple other people said, we're done, we're not doing Bud Light. Oh. Because you pissed them off. Because that's you hammered said, you're right. That's, yeah. that right. That like you idiots don't even have the complete data, and now you've you've pissed off both sides. Right. Well, they said they're worried yeah, now you didn't about. Right now you got twenty seven percent. You don't know what twenty seven percent it is. Mm-hmm. They're worried about Memorial Day because they. 
apparently the Memorial Day kicks off summer. So if you lo- and they think they're going to lose the Memorial Day sales for the first time in forever, basically says if Bud Light doesn't fix this trend by the end of the month, which doesn't look like it will, it will continue to lose market share because it will lose Memorial Day. That kicks off the summer season. There's a, sur- a sense of urgency within InBev to correct these trends. It says, to date in 2023, Bud Light and Budweiser are the only top 10 U.S. beer brands whose sales have dropped with declines of 3% and 0.4% respectively. Wow. wow. So, oh, just I guess that just means overall sales in general yeah. actually being down. All right, well, wow, we, we took too much time there. we got to take a break. We'll come back and we'll finish Doom Scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What are you doing? We're finishing the news. Well, Doyle do it. Brunson died. He was only 185 <laughs> years old. And uh, you may know him from seeing him on TV playing poker over the years. You may know him from his books, which Snowcone has all, super system. all of them. The super system. Yep. He invented poker in the mid-1800s, I think, in the Wild <laughs> yes, West. Mm-hmm. And it stands to reason that if you invent the game, you're going to be pretty good at poker it. Poker legend Doyle Brunson, who won 10 World Series of Poker tournaments, died Sunday in Las Vegas. Doyle was nicknamed Texas Dolly. Grew up on a farm, went on to earn a master's degree in business. He started playing in backroom card games while traveling as a salesman. Mm-hmm. Well, he switched to poker full-time after once winning a month's <laughs> salary in three hours. He influenced a generation of poker players with his 1978 strategy book, Super System. Doyle Brunson, 89 years old. That system is rocking and rolling. I'll tell you what, that's a super system. Legend. He helped name the book. Uh, He actually came to Snowcone and said, Hey, what do you think would be a good name for this book? And Snowcone said, I think you should call it the Super System. And that's that's (laughs) the name that stuck. And I think he made multiple versions of the Super System, right? Yeah, there's one and two. Yeah, there you go. 89. There's two stories. I read about him or saw him, and I thought they were fascinating. One of them was playing in a high-stakes game in Vegas upstairs somewhere, and there was a guy who was a gambler but wasn't a professional gambler, and he was talking about how he had like $500 million in oil rigs Mm. in Texas. And Doyle Brunson looked at him and said, that's impressive. He goes, thanks. He said, I'll flip you for it. (laughs) <laughs> and the guy wouldn't do it, obviously. And he said, that's the difference between, yeah. I had the money. So mm-hmm. that's the difference between poker players and people who aren't poker players. I'll go broke and start again tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. That was everything that guy had. Yeah. And I said, I'll flip you for it. Yeah. And that's the difference. That's pretty bad. I was like, yeah. Nick Wright played poker with him yeah. one time. Yeah. Out I in Vegas. Yeah. yeah they, mm-hmm. I know he knew him. Yeah. Poker players, man. When they, when and the I other got, one, there was a poker thing at night and he was playing against the, uh, the guy who started, oh, uh, what's the dancing, you know, the... Dancing with the Stars. No, 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 the, oh, uh, the acrobatic dancing that they... Oh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah, the guy who started that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard and him they play were playing. Oh, the French dude, yeah, he plays a lot. Yeah, yeah and yeah, they were playing, and it was like millions and millions of dollars where it got to the end. Yeah. And Doyle Brunson rivered him. <laughs> I've heard that guy And then Doyle Brunson said, look, I'll chop with you if you want. Yeah. So he gave him half of it back. That sounds right. And he said, and they said, why'd you do that? It was like, you know, $13 million. And he said, guys like him, like, he, he can't come back and make this. Like, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. That, I'm not going to feel it. To me, that's the way he told me. Like, I'll be fine, you know. Yeah. But for him, that's a lot of money. 
For the Cirque guy? Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money. It's going to hurt him. How much is that guy worth? I assume he's a trillionaire, too. He's always on the poker game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know he gambles a lot, so maybe he's not uh, as wealthy as he could be, or maybe he's wealthier. I don't actually know. I I got picked up one time at the airport in Vegas by a friend who played a lot of poker. I don't play poker, but my friend said he would give me a ride, and then he ends up not showing up, but he... This other guy comes, and he's in this brand-new, at the time, Escalade. This was, like, 2015. And um, he's like, hey, uh, Reed, because it was me and, and Chalen, and we do not know this guy. And he's like, hey, sorry, uh, I'm, I'm picking up because I have to go to the casino anyway. And I'm telling him, like, well, thanks, man, appreciate it. You know, thinking, like, this is a little weird. and But whatever, he seemed like a super just kind of easygoing, you know, mm-hmm. dorky kind of guy. And he clearly must be pretty good at poker because he was wearing nice clothes and had this brand-new – uh, Escalade and for a young guy, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that there's like a million dollar car or anything, but he was young. And we get to the casino and he pulls up to the valet area and he's like, Listen, I'm playing here. He's like, But your buddies are over. I don't even remember where they were. He's like, So, um, you know, I'll see you. I don't know if I'll see you guys or not. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so we start to get out of the car and, uh, you know, he's like walking away and he's looking at me. He's like, Who's dri- Which one of you is driving? I'm like, We're taking your car. And he's like, Well, yeah, they're over at the other casino. And I was like, right. oh, okay, are you sure? Are, do you know Travis? Is this for mm-hmm. real? Like, do you know who I am? Because now I'm thinking, like, am I about to get arrested? Right. You know, I like, took someone's car. But he didn't care. He had to go play poker. And when I told my friend later, I was like, yeah, he let us drive his escalator. He's like, yeah, he said he was going to come give you a ride. I was like, well, he gave us his car. He doesn't even know me. He's like, yeah, that guy, he's got a serious gambling problem. And he's like, I'm sure he's very excited that you liked his Escalade because I think he's about to lose it. And <laughs> right. he's like, he probably shouldn't be playing poker as much as he is, but he's he's in that position right now where right. he has to win some right. big money pretty soon or he's going to have to leave this town. I was like, man, what a, what a life. And I know that it's people who tend to be people who like to take big risks. Sure. And so if you've got enough money, or even if you can just get that one big break at some point along the way then some of these guys end up playing for years and years and it becomes their thing i mean when poker was legal online i mean it was legal legal right like mm-hmm. no no one was hiding that it was legal it looked like there was going to be an entire generation of people of a certain age i played they're all basically the time. all gonna play poker all the time yeah and when they kind of got in the way with the law and they made online poker illegal in some places and they changed the rules and you know, maybe just losing enough because for me, the popularity went down once it you did couldn't go do down. it from your house. Yeah, I think that changed things because I think when you could do it from home, you go to Vegas. That's all anybody wanted to do well, was play like poker. Chris Moneymaker, like 2003, I think that was when it exploded. Right when he played Sammy Farhawk. In, in what finals. year? Like 2003, I want to say. That sounds about right because I remember. In the I remember living in KCK. My roommate played a lot of online. Hell, all my friends except me played right. a lot of online poker. I did it a little bit. See, that's the thing. I'm no good at poker, but. Playing online, it didn't matter because it's not embarrassing. I mean, you lose some money. Right, if you're sure. playing for small amounts, there's no one there. I was petrified of the idea of going and sitting down at a table with people who know how to play poker, even if it's a low-limit table. I love playing poker. My, I just know my mind. problems. I have, you know, ADD. I'm not patient. Yeah. And so, like, I could be sitting there up and down, up and down, be three hours. I'd be like, right, hurry up. I'm just going to go all in. Yeah, I like it because I'm like, I can't do this. Exactly. So, like, it does, you know. And they'll catch you. And I played with your buddy Travis plenty mm-hmm. of times. And he would always say, he's like, I know how to beat you. And I'm like, how's that? He's like, you're good at it. He's like, but I can start telling you start getting antsy. And <laughs> yeah, it's about three or four hours in. And you're like, oh, he's like, you just start it doing up. it. Like, and he's like, that's when. I'm like, yeah, well. Yeah, I love the bluff. Kind of raise blinds. Yeah, like, let's, let's make some money. Right. Jesus Christ. Get this over I do the with. same thing at Blackjack, too. Like, I'll start, I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, 
But to but I'm still a hundred dollars a hand. Like exactly. I need the if I'm here, I want the you know the I want the adrenaline rush, win yeah. or lose. Yep. That's what I'm looking for. And poker can just be you just gotta be patient, patient, patient. It takes so and long. I tried to teach myself that and I just after a while I couldn't. It takes you know, yeah, you used like to play two a lot. five blinds. I'm like just twenty five. And they're like, Okay, this guy's just lost his on mind tilt. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even on tilt. You know, until it's like if you lose, you gotta I just do it like I, I can't sit here with you guys yeah. any longer. I'd just rather lose this entire bankroll When's the last hours. time you played at a casino? It's been a long time. Same. You used to play a lot. I used to go all the time, I mean, too. even in Seattle, I remember when I we would would go. I would go and play in Seattle. You just I go play, and play I poker. loved playing poker. Yeah. But that, once you realize, like, this is how I'm going to lose, and I, I can't change it. Yeah. I can't become more patient. I became concerned because the issue with my dad, he was a severe gambling addict. Yeah. And he I, also invented a... You're right. Yeah, you're right. So but I, think but I got, I got super into poker. I mean, I was playing thousands of fans every week. I was going to the casinos, but I was just concerned. Like I think a lot of people your age were, though. They were within an age range. There were a lot of people who were playing. I mean, honestly, that group of friends, and I was talking about Travis, he used to play with all those guys. They played poker constantly. Yeah. A couple of them, when I asked them what they did for a living, it involved poker, two of yeah. them. Yeah. One of them ran some sort of online website. He would start games. And then the other one just played professionally. That's right. what he did. Played mm-hmm. professionally and didn't have any other job and just mm-hmm. played poker uh, all day long. And they would go to all the World Series of Poker tournaments. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's weird to be that into something and then to just not be – like I used to play craps a lot, like every night. And I stopped doing that because it's too expensive. I was losing too much money. But I still play. I played – well, I actually played with Nick Wright when he was here not that yeah. long ago. But I feel like you – I haven't seen you or heard you talk about going to play poker at the casino in years now. Mm-mm. And you used to play quite a bit. I love it. Yeah, and it did But take I just a know, while. like, you know. Yeah. I know where I'm going to get beat. Yeah. I'll go, the like, you know where thing. I'll go? I'll go, and I have been since then. But I'll go, like, um, like if I don't have the kids on Easter – I don't really celebrate you, so I don't care. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the casino and play poker. And then I can be a little bit more patient because I'm like, I'm just going to play here all day. Yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah. But, like, if I just on a Wednesday night, it'll get to be about 11 o'clock. I'm like, come on, man. Let's go. You guys, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some action here. I'm the guy who's always like, are we all just going to fall? Let's get some action. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We're here to gamble, you jackasses. Yeah. And if you win, like, let's win some real money. Yeah. Instead of just these little increments. Same. And I get what you're saying with Blackjack, too. It's the same way. Like, give me at least a chance at something huge here. Uh, Good news. Jamie Foxx looks like he's doing better. There were some rumors that he was doing worse, that he was back in the hospital or that he hadn't left the hospital. Like, rumors to the point that I guess tabloids were writing about it. But his daughter took to social media over the weekend and said, look, that's not true. He's doing a lot better. We still don't know. Or at least I don't know. If you guys have heard, I have not. But whatever the hell happened to him, we know that he was filming a movie for Netflix in Georgia. He suddenly was rushed to the hospital. He was there for quite some time. But now he's apparently on the mend. Next up, Jamie Foxx, the Hollywood A-lister on the mend. A new health update coming from Jamie's daughter, Corinne, just one month after he was hospitalized with a medical complication. Uh, On Friday, she shared this update, setting the record straight after some online outlets implied that her dad's health had further declined. Here's what she wrote. My dad's been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating. In fact, he was playing pickleball yesterday. Thanks for everyone's prayers and support. And by the way, she also teases that a surprise will be announced this week. Uh, We're sending our best to Jamie. So happy to hear that he is doing better. Mm. Surprise, surprise. It's all a joke. This whole thing is fishy. We just did all this to promote our new pickleball stores. It's fishy. The uh, pickleball? The fact that he's been out for weeks. They don't say what it is. Only his daughter is the one talking. 
he's playing pickleball. You would think he would get in front of a camera and is say something. Is that what something. they said, that he'd been out for weeks? Is that what he that's said? That's what she just said. Oh, that's what she said. Okay. And yeah, I saw that Friday that people weeks. were saying, like, you know, it's deteriorating. Yeah, I didn't people are getting that. ready for him to die. Yeah. it's The whole thing's just fishy. I'm not saying it's one way or the other, no, but I'm, it's fishy. I mean, it is weird that they said that he was in the hospital, and then she's like, he's been out for weeks. I just didn't believe that. And it's only but, her talking. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's a, I guess that is a weird thing to say. I can understand saying, like, he's doing great because you want the press to leave you alone because it's a private matter, and he can be very private about a lot of this stuff, apparently. I didn't know that until all this came about, but they said he's been known to be very private about a lot of things in his life, like who he's dating and different things. Isn't but, he married? Uh, is he married now? I have no idea. I don't know. They were talking about him dating Katie Holmes. All these people that I didn't know he'd ever dated, and they're like, yeah, it's because he, he keeps a pretty low profile with that stuff. And I thought, how is that possible? I know they say... If you really want to be left alone by the paparazzi, yeah, you can there be. are ways to do it. Like get out of the TMZ, you know, yeah. or j- just stay out of that actual zone. And then you don't have to move to Idaho, though. Uh, you know, I know that's what right. Ashton and, and Demi did, but I don't think you have to do that. I think most of those people who get a ton of press or at least a lot of press, it. it's because they want to. Yeah, they want to. And that's fine, by the way. They're saying, hey, I need to do this to keep myself popular. That could absolutely be the case. Well, we know that. But, it was Jonah Hill who told us that. Yeah. 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 They called he TMZ himself. He said, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey. Yeah, when we interviewed him, he's like, "Yeah, when me and Seth go to Subway, nobody's there." Right, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. He's like, we "But you know, you'd be like, yo, Aunt, I heard Jonah Hill's drunk, and he's going to be at this, and he's at this bar." He's like, "That's me calling them." Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And now I've seen that other places now too, and those kind of behind the scenes things about mm-hmm. what it's like to be a celebrity in L.A. So it's pop. I mean, Jamie Foxx is a huge movie star. I think he's doing all right, I, but I still find it hard to believe that if he was at a hospital. With his level of fame, that the press wouldn't have been keeping an eye out for him. I guess you sneak him out a back door or whatever. You're not going to stand there day in and day out. Maybe I, I don't know. Especially when they don't know what's wrong with him. But I'm with you, Snowcone. It went from he went to the hospital to be okay to okay, he's still in the hospital and it's very serious. To we're not going to talk about it anymore. But like we thank you for the, for the worst. yeah preparing for the worst. But we thank you for your thoughts and prayers. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to him. Then apparently that stuff this weekend was all just rumors that he she was. She said he'd been out for weeks. Yeah, and now she's saying that he's been out for weeks. And that's, playing pickleball. Like, I don't, something Speaking weird. Speaking of pickleball. Right, let's not. Did you hear Bed <laughs> Bath, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> out of business? pickleball courts. They say the Bed Bath & Beyond stores across the country, not all of them, but many of them are turning into pickleball courts. I'm telling you, last oh, we've got to get on this pickleball thing. It's it hot. does? Yeah, I mean, that, it's so popular. It's sweeping. I, I know, but it's I hate to say it's sweeping the nation. What's that? Indoor? Yeah, indoors. Indoors big. They're just going to make them all and like put bars in there, and who's going to buy them? Or is, is Bath, Bath, Bath & Beyond? It sounded like it was a it's chain be, of them. But, it, but I, it's not owned not. by Bed Bath & Beyond. No, no, no. They're using oh, those I stores. Okay. Yeah, they're using all those stores, those empty stores now, and they're turning them into pickleball courts. I assume they'd just be Halloween stores. Right. Spirit. I know. Maybe they have Spirit enough. Halloween. Yeah, Maybe they like now. everything that's been out of business. Some, Some of them definitely using the borders be. next door. There's plenty of empty retail spaces to op- open enough spirit of Halloweens, I'm guessing. That's true. Did you see this brother that saved his sister's life in Michigan with the slingshot? Saw him. Did, did <laughs> he hit you with the slingshot? No, that, okay. Him. Okay. So this My little nephew. girl, she's uh, she's mushroom hunting. She's mushroom hunting in the woods. A guy comes up behind her, grabs her, just like in the movies. He's got his hand around her waist with you know one arm, and then the other arm, he's got his hand over her mouth, and he's pulling her away. Picked her up, and he's starting to drag her away. Her brother sees some of this commotion because he happens to be off in the distance a little bit, but he can hear something, see something. He grabs a slingshot and goes running out into the woods, shoots this guy with the slingshot two times, once in the head and once in the chest, and the guy dropped the girl because he'd been hit with the slingshot, and authorities are saying he's a hero. He definitely saved his sister's life. Wednesday afternoon, police say an eight-year-old girl in a rural area of Alpena Township just Alpena south of the Township? was hunting for mushrooms in her backyard. 
when she felt someone grab her. Uh, the suspect had come through the woods onto her property, came from behind her, and was attempting to pull her into the woods. Grimshaw says that's when the girl's older brother, just 14 years old, saw something happening outside. He grabbed a slingshot and whatever ammunition he could find and fired two shots. One to the head, another to the chest. Like David and Goliath. Kidnapper. There you go, right, was able to get away. I mean, Double he really him. is the one that ah, I believe ah. saved his sister's either life or from something seriously bad happening right. to her. I think he's, that's probably what he's saying. I mean, something bad's going to happen. That's what you fear, right? Is that you're going to be assaulted and then killed. And, if, and when you're that young, they almost always end up killing the victim. What is it? I think they say within the first hour. Yeah. Maybe it's within the first two hours when they're yeah. young. Hitting something with the slingshot is not easy. It's hard to aim those things. And, you know, you can kill someone with a slingshot. you got to be careful. I mean, I don't know if he had a real slingshot, but at 14, you ever shoot a slingshot? Probably not. Huh, of course I have. Like, did you have one of the ones that you get from the sporting goods the store that actually goes around your arms? Yeah. yeah. I mean, those things I, are serious. Those things are serious. You can put you know, holes through a squirrel like, boom, yeah, but you got to sure. be able to hit David it first. Alliance, right? It I ain't mean, easy to on. hit it. It's a story as old as time. Yeah, yeah. But he's lucky. To I can't believe your aim wasn't good. Mine was not good. I'm shocked. I, I, I was always scared of the slingshot a little bit if I'm being well, honest. Well, you shot whatever that is, trap. Yeah. Seems right. like you have a, like you got that in your in your veins. Dead yeah, eye. I had I had a slingshot. Me and Graham had slingshots. We shot them at stuff, but scooter soccer, that probably takes aim. I don't know much about it. Well, it but. takes endurance, just athleticism overall. <laughs> uh elite level athleticism. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about aim necessarily. And then there was something else that I told you guys. Oh yes, yes, yes. The guy who uh, choke-holded the other guy on the subway and killed him. Now, we talked about the story when oh, yeah, it first right. happened because there was video. You see this man being held on the ground. There's a guy who's got him in a chokehold. They say this chokehold lasted for 15 minutes. By now, you probably heard the story. The guy who died was a Michael Jackson impersonator at times. <laughs> Apparently, he did a few other things, but they've got... Oh, I'm laughing. It just seems like a weird thing. It's a weird thing. thing that they say every time Michael Jackson impersonator, and they keep using right. this picture of him when he was dressed up like Michael Jackson. So I guess weird. maybe that's his career. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Whatever. Yeah. But. So the uh, guy who had... Or just an interesting tidbit of the story, I guess. Yeah. The guy who put him in a chokehold, there was a bunch of debate about whether or not he should be charged. It's one thing to think that maybe you or your fellow passengers on the train are in danger, but you, you held the guy in this chokehold for 15 minutes. Now, some people said, well, the guy was still fighting back that whole time. To me, it looked like he was going, I, I can't breathe, like waving his arms around, like, help. So it's a long time that he's sitting there in that chokehold, and it did eventually kill him. So the DA, of course, there was a lot of pressure from the public. There had been protests saying that this was racially motivated and this guy absolutely needed to be arrested. Well, they finally did. They arrested him, and now, of all people, Kid Rock has come to this guy's defense, but I'll get to that. Ten days after the death of Jordan Neely was captured on video, the Manhattan DA taking action against the man who put him in a chokehold. Writing in a statement, we can confirm that Daniel Penny will be arrested on a charge of manslaughter in the second degree. Lawyers for Penny have said he and other passengers on the train were aggressively threatened by Neely. Overnight releasing a statement saying Penny risked his own life and safety for the good of his fellow passengers, adding, we are confident that once all the facts and circumstances surrounding this tragic incident are brought to bear, Mr. Penny will be fully absolved of any wrongdoing. Now, one of his lawyers, I assume it's the same one, uh, the 24-year-old Marine, Daniel Penny, charged in the New York City ch subway chokehold uh, incident, insisted Monday that in an exclusive interview with Fox News' Judge Janine, P is it P Piero? P P Piero? How do people say her name? Mm. You know who she is, all right? You can see her face. Okay. He says that race did not play a factor in his client's actions and claims to the contrary that that is just not based on facts. 
So again, obviously, as he said, when this all comes to light, he's confident that his client will be exonerated. Now, in the meantime, Kid Rock is one of the top donors to this guy's legal defense fund, this Mm -hmm. this 24-year-old. It's something called a Give, Send, Go. Have you guys heard of Give, Send, Go? I guess it's like a GoFundMe. Hmm. I don't know. I'd like to start one. Start one for us. Give, Send, Go. The Give, Send, Go fundraiser, which has now surpassed $2 million in donations, with the help of a musician who gave $5,000... Uh, that musician, it has now been confirmed, was Kid Rock, a uh, representative for the American badass crooner, is yeah. how they name him here, him. Uh, confirmed that he was the person behind the donation. Donations have poured in from all over the country since Penny was charged with second-degree manslaughter on Friday, fatally choking Jordan Neely, 30, on a New York City train. What a weird thing. Kid Rock, 52, whose given name is Robert Ritchie, wasn't the only big-name donor, Republican presidential candidate and entrepreneur... Vivek Ramaswamy? I've seen that guy's name before. I didn't know that person was running for president. uh, I think I saw him on Meet the Press. I didn't know he was running for president. Yeah. He's young, isn't he? Yeah, super young. Okay, because I didn't even think he'd be older. How old do you have to be? be? I guess you might be 35, right? Yeah. 40, something like that. Uh, he also, but he was on Meet the Press not too long ago. Okay, well, he donated donated $10,000. It says, the Ohio resident said Neely should have been behind bars in a mental institution, not free to terrorize his fellow citizens. Well, so I take that as you want to fund mental health care systems sure. and bring it back to pre-1980s levels where we actually had facilities for people who were struggling and where we didn't just put everybody who was suffering from a severe mental illness into prison with, uh, you know, lifelong no parole sentences. We have to regulate those mental facilities, though. What do you mean? I mean, I get why they got rid of them at some point. I understand, you know, unintentional consequences. But, man, you saw some of those documentaries, like the one about the killer in the woods. Geraldo Rivera going Mm -hmm. to that place that just had everyone naked and laying in the corner. Like, we've got to do a better job of regulating those things, too. Absolutely. Man, they would just throw kids in there and make them, like... I mean, yeah, that was bad. They were horrifying. Have you ever seen that video, Snowcone? For no, all the Rivera, so. it's from like the late seventies, early eighties, and he went to check. I think it was a, it was for youth, right? Wasn't it for kids? Yeah, so, I don't remember. Sort of there was something like you foster. know, it's just like the documentary is something about you know in Long Island or something. People thought there was a killer in the woods. Oh, I know the thing you're talking about, the urban legend thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, it all ties into Geraldo Rivera going into this place. and Yeah, that video is pretty bad. But what happens now is you see all these people who, because they are competent to stand trial, they almost never are, fa- are you know, exonerated or, or whatever. With the, they, they can't use the insanity plea. They try, right. but it never works because no matter how bad your mental health is, if you do anything that shows you know what you're doing could have got you in trouble that's it you don't qualify because you have to not know at the time that what you were doing we have a really 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 narrow definition and that's it that's the only thing in our court systems that says okay you 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 qualify and it's also really hard to get a doctor to say that someone isn't competent to stand trial i just watched this thing last night about uh, people with schizophrenia who every they can be a case where every single doctor agrees this person's schizophrenic doesn't matter if they work for the defense or the prosecution like this person is absolutely schizophrenic they hear voices but if they do anything, like I said, to try and show that they knew what they did was wrong or that they shouldn't have been doing right. it, that they try and get, keep it a secret, then that's it. And these people in the past, before everything was shut down in the 80s, they say would have gone to some sort of – and you would have been there for life. But you would have gone to some sort of mental institution for the rest right, of your life. Sure. And now we just send them to prison or we put them on death row and we execute them. My fear as a kid was always, what if they put you in one of those things and you're not supposed to be there? It's like the catch-22 thing. I mean, 
if you start protesting it too much, if you get too worked up and say, I shouldn't be here, then they're like, yeah, you sound just like everybody else who's here. Right, sure. And that's, that's the fear. They made that scary movie about that. I don't know if you guys saw that. Probably not. About that woman who ended up in one. But that scared me a lot as a kid. The thought that someone could come along at some point and say, I think this person should be institutionalized. And it's like, how do you get out? Once you're in there, who do you talk to? Am I supposed to trust these doctors? I've seen Geraldo Rivera going to this place. People are walking around in the dark in circles, pooping in the corner. I'm not so sure that once you get in there, it's easy to get out. That said, we should probably fund, you know, yeah. mental health care. Sure and there's oversight. I don't know what you're supposed to call them now. We used to, what well, do we call them? We used to call them insane asylums or mental institutions. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's wards, but just right. the most of them now live, uh, don't have a place to go. So that they, one, they not too end up far on the streets. On a sane asylum, not too far from where I grew up. We had one too. We would skip it's school and go to the arcade, but um, there was a sign that said, do not pick up hitchhikers in this area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to have those over by the uh, juvenile detention thing too, mm-hmm. in the prison in McAllister. Yeah, we had our, our asylum, whatever the hell it's called, it closed down at probably in the 80s. Yeah. When I was in high school, it was a big deal to go drive over there and. Look around and check the place right. out. You know, you get dared to walk sure. in there at nighttime. But th- those places, pretty sure all that stuff is done pretty now, much right? closed in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.